Hey, ladies and gentlemen, fellas, 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 guess who's back? Back again, your boy, we're rocking, guess who's back, back again. Hey, we got a nice little, I mean, terrible, actually, two-game slate. We got a terrible two-game slate, but what do you know? You got NBA back. I'm sure there's people right now, look, 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 I had people reaching out to me. Sal, are you going to cover the NHL these next four or five days? Look, I'm fine. I don't got nothing against the NHL. I'm going to take myself a nice little motherfucking vacation. But people are reaching out to me. Sal, you ever think about covering the NHL? You ever think about covering, uh, you ever think about covering uh, League of Legends again, esports again? Listen, bud, it's the weekend. I don't have to do no NBA on Monday or Tuesday. I don't have to worry about from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at night or 9 p.m. on some instances if somebody's groin's going to hurt and I got to worry about waking up and fucking taking them out of the minutes projections and changing my lineups and everybody, ah, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 We ain't going to cover no NHL. We're going to have a nice good old time, but we're here right now. We're back. Two game slate. And we're bringing you. We're bringing you the top twelve plays on a two game slate. Oh, you best believe it. We don't have much injury news right now. Only the Spurs have released any type of injury news for today's slate, and it's a decent amount of news. A lot of guys off the injury report: Lamarcus Aldridge, Derek White, Ruti Gay are all uh, practiced, are all off the injury report, are all probable. The rookie Devin Vassell still is going to remain out, but we don't have news from any of the other three teams, right? So as of right now, I'll give you the top twelve plays on the day that we got on our projections. It's a two game slate, so the projections are already done. You can check out the projections down below on Patreon. We're not only gonna have projections oh no 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 even if you're just interested in nba not the other sports where we have a ton of tools for we now have an optimizer so we now have an optimizer at an industry low bundled price for the tools and the optimizer yes yes you're gonna get the best quality product for the lowest price there that's the whole goal here it's just me i just got to pay myself and pay my own bills and then build the business and that's about it i don't got a bunch of other employees i don't have any other kids even in my actual life so the, the prices can stay pretty low right now on these types of things and just try and give as much added benefit and as much added value to all the patrons so if you want to come on i encourage you come join the team discord a bunch of other stuff you can check it out link down below on patreon patreon.com backslash sal underscore vetry underscore so let me be the first and i and i say this as it's 4 18 a.m in the morning yes i'm getting up early because i'm traveling this weekend so i'm going to be doing a lot of stuff let me be the first to wish you a happy national mario day and happy national pack your lunch day a couple other ones in there national uh, registered dietitian day women and girls hiv awareness day you know we got a bunch in there but the best one the best one in my opinion the most fun one happy national mario day so there you go wish that to your friends wish that to your family and have yourself a motherfucking good day today that was Bertans, number 12 play of the day right now and this tells you how bad a motherfucking two game slate is look two game slate you're rarely gonna have value and since these spurs guys are back and we don't have any other news it's gonna be difficult to identify some value right now so a guy like davis Bertans, yeah he's actually gonna grade out as as somewhat being value which is which is never a good thing is what i would say davis Bertans so far this season is averaging 0.76 fantasy points per minute he plays a little over 26 minutes per game that minutes limit has been coming up lately but he doesn't really contribute in any other ways he only has so far a four and a half percent assist percentage only an 11 percent defensive rebounding rate he really depends on the three ball 38 percent he's 4400 dollars. he's a 1.8x multiplier in super draft so look there's not a lot of value on this slate you can either go you can kind of flip-flop any of the washington potential values whoever you think their number three play is going to be today between Rui and davis bertans Rui hachimura is more expensive plays more minutes around a similar fantasy point per minute producer Rui hachimura in the season 0.78 as long as you're going to be having russell westbrook and it's the first game back after the all-star break so i assume that these guys are going to be back if Russell Westbrook and also Bradley Beal are on the court, all-star Bradley Beal. If these guys are on the court, it's really tough for anybody else to do anything. When both those guys are on the court, and now they're not always on the court, both of them at the same time as a Rui or as a Davis Bertans, but when they're both on the court, starting the game off, Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, when they're both on the court, Davis Bertans averages 0.68 fantasy points per minute. In 240 minutes, Rui averages 0.68. So I'm here to tell you that there's no value on this slate. This is a guy in the 4K range that's grading out as a top 12 play for me right now, and he's a guy who's probably going to project 
project out for me around like a 0.75 fantasy point per minute producer. Davis Bertans right now, our number 12 play on the day. A nice team total, a nice game total here. Team total of 117 right now is very impressive. Should be around a neutral paced game. Our number 11 play on the day is going to be one, Mr. LaMarcus Aldridge. And here's the thing with LaMarcus Aldridge. It's not so much that I like LaMarcus Aldridge's skill set. It's the fact that we now have improbable. So I can start to project LaMarcus Aldridge where as long as we don't get news later in the day that he's going to be on a minutes limit, if, even if I can just project him for 23, 24, 25 minutes, somewhere in that vein, well, then it's just a pricing play. I mean, Aldridge was somebody that you were considering playing when he had a minutes limit and was playing like 25, maybe 26 minutes, but he was 6,000, 6,200. It was, it was kind of cheap. It was able for him at a fantasy point per minute producer or so to go out there and actually be decent for you. Now he's at 5,500, a low that we haven't seen this guy in a very long time. Imagine if he doesn't have a minutes limit today. Like that's the upside side of this, right? The median is that, okay, he plays 24 minutes. I project him for 24 minutes. He grades out for somewhere in the mid 20s in fantasy points for me. And at 5,500, it looks fine on a slate where yet again, we don't have much value and he's got a little bit positional flexibility. Flex for us, Mr. LaMarcus, but $5,500, it's going to look decent. LaMarcus Aldridge so far this season, you have to put him on the court or some guys on the court right now. If we put Aldridge on the court, right? I use add more funds right now, NBA Wowie. He's averaging 0.95 fantasy points per minute just on the season in general. So once you put him on the court, he averages 0.95 fantasy points per minute, actually shooting 36% from three-point line. I'm giving him today personally 24 minutes of play. You get a rebounding rate. You actually, I mean, it's not a great assist percentage, but it's a double digit assist percentage. So there's some outs to his game. It's really the reason I like him. Small slate, cheap price point, cheapest we've seen in a very long time. Now let's get into drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, please. Happy Mario Day. Our top 10 plays on the day. We're going to start off right now. Number 10. Derek White, another motherfucker from these Spurs, these super spreaders, the San Antonio super spreader Spurs, another motherfucker from there that we are now going to be getting into who's, again, cheap 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 but before we rock and roll with Derek White in the top 10 plays in the day I want to let you know about the sponsor of the program $10,000 Ruski's the first place today super draft get yourselves over on super draft if you're not already I know I know a lot of you right now already signed up for super draft and then there's a there's a decent amount of you out there right now who can't play you're in a state that can't play I feel bad for you but soon 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 come that'll be okay for all of you it's a strategic thing it costs a lot of money to get licensed in some of these states so why would you go there if there's a lot of competition right i'm looking at you new jersey right things like that so um yeah it's going to be a situation where if you're not already on there you're really missing out super Jeff, a multiplier format for example Derek white has a 1.65x multiplier today on a two-game slate where there's a pretty big ceiling for Derek white in terms of if he's back and fully healthy and he's had a whole all-star break and he practiced yesterday so i think these guys are healthy if he plays 30 minutes today I mean, at $5,000 in DraftKings, pff, smash, but 1.65x multiplier in Superdraft, I mean, that is a very, very appealing price point for a guy who maybe some people don't get to. What, ha- what happens is if he scores 30 points today, you actually multiply it by 1.65x, so basically a 65% point bonus. That is massive. But the bigger reason to play over there, the better value prop, and the reason you should putting your dollars there first is the contests don't fill. They actually filled for the MMA, but the contests are small. There's like 1,500 people at most, and everybody was promoting that big contest. But for the NBA, they're going to be filling at, I would guess, 80%. And if it's filling at 80% tonight, that means that if you're in a contest with 100 people, well, bang, okay, 80 people are in that one. The other 20 people that aren't in it, you automatically beat them. The contest, it's not going to fill, so the, the site has to put the money in for the rest of them. So you're playing against less people for the same amount of money. That is upside. Your first dollar should not be going to DraftKings contests that are filled tonight if you're in a legal state and you actually care about trying to get a positive return on investment. You should move some of your bankroll over to a place like Superjob, and your first dollar should be going into contests where you don't have to do anything to automatically beat 15 to 25% of the competition just by putting a lineup in. That's probably, you know, work smarter, not harder. That's probably the best way to be doing that. So check it out down below. If you want to use the code SAL, S-A-L, it lets them know that you came from me. It'll give you a free money bonus up to $500 Ruskies upon your first deposit in a slow drip format. So be sure to check that out. Again, that code SAL, S-A-L, lets them know that you came from me. So Derek White, $5,000. It's, it's the same exact thing as Aldridge, except Derek White, I would say, has a more secure minutes floor, more secure
after a minute ceiling. He's point guard shooting guard eligible, which if you're new to this channel, we have a free downloadable down below that I wrote a couple years back about just some of the benefits to uh, playing NBA DFS in terms of strategy, some strategies for your bankroll, some strategies for lineup construction and getting guys who are shooting guard eligible is massive. Shooting guards and small forwards suck. They just flat out suck. Standard shooting guards and small forwards suck. So when you get a ball-dominant point guard type player like a Derek White, who you can now put into your shooting guard spot, oh, that starts to become a little bit more appealing for a guy who has different outs to his game. But Derek White is no shooting guard when he has almost 200 minutes of play this year and over a 20, 20% usage rate, 22.3, and a over 22% assist percentage. Most shooting guards don't have that high of assist percentage. So you're getting a nice price point on Derek White, who I do think, as long, if he's back and healthy, 25 minutes is his floor for me. 26 is where I probably project him, but 27, 28 is well in the range of outcomes for a guy who's been playing very well since returning for a guy who's been averaging close to a fantasy point per minute since returning from his injury and some COVID stuff that he had going on with himself this year he's averaging 1.03 fantasy points per minute and the other thing is that it's a price point we've seen him get below 5k right that was kind of right when he was coming back on a minutes limit around 20 but since then he's been basically 5200 5100 this 5k tag is pretty affordable so he's our number 10 play in the day let's now get inside the top 10 numero nine numero nine there you go numero nueve I don't know I took four years of Spanish in high school your boy was a motherfucking beast in it and now I forgot it all all right number nine Kyle Anderson not really somebody that I enjoy getting to here Kyle Anderson not somebody that if you're just talking about past years of DFS before this one he was like the one of the worst players you can possibly have but now he plays a lot of power forward right because there's no Jaron Jackson still out there they're saying Jaron Jackson and maybe we'll get this news today is going to come back sometime soon after the all-star break does that mean the first day back I would say no unless it is then Kyle Anderson doesn't look as good anymore because he's not playing as close to the basket Kyle Anderson's rebounding rate won't be anymore 20% like it is right now and if he starts he'll go probably to the three or maybe even goes to the bench and the rebounding rate just falls off a cliff he basically becomes like an overpriced small forward at that point. I think the assist percentage will save him a little bit, 18% so far in the season. Right now, I'm projecting Kyle Anderson to score on Patreon. You can check it out down below. Kyle Anderson, 31.65 fantasy points. So again, that's not even great, but on a two-game slate, anything that's anywhere near 5x value, which is not really something I think that is something you should be using. Like if anybody's, I use 5x value as a value rating to identify where value is. But if you're using that to primarily build your lineups, just looking for guys who hit 5x, you're going to lose a lot because um, yeah, you're usually on a lot of slates going to need guys hitting like 5.5x and things like that. Um, so when you have a $3,000 player and you're happy that he got your 15 points, yeah, 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 you're losing. You're losing every fucking time, right? So uh, you need to up your game. It's not five years ago or 5x was the only thing you needed and only indicator you needed uh, to build success lineups it's a nice identifier of value taking into account price right 5x means just the value on them point per dollar it can kind of make everybody go on the same scale a value range of scales right there but not a great way to be identifying it long term if we want to look at where i have kyle anderson right now i gave kyle anderson 28 minutes of play in this one with that being said he's going to average over fantasy point per minute for me on the season he's averaging close to 1.1 fantasy points per minute at 1.09 decent rebounder decent assist percentage player that's where i have him at right now he's not somebody who feels great to me i don't think he picks up that much ownership though because of that fact 1.5x multiplier and super draft it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine number eight right now is what we're getting to mr john morant now we're starting to get to some players who are like oh i know that guy I know that guy. Yeah, yeah, he's been he's been good this year. Seven eight hundred dollars. John Morant. The team total on one nineteen, just like Mr. Kyle Anderson is looking very nice. John Morant, I have projected for the most minutes on Memphis right now at thirty two, significantly more really than anybody else. Kyle Anderson would be tied for second with twenty eight right now. Matchup against Washington is pretty beneficial. I think you have a nice ceiling here to John Morant at seven eight hundred dollars, especially if this game does de- indeed stay close with Memphis being two point favorites here. John Morant right now, I have him projected for those thirty two minutes. He's averaging on the year one point two fantasy points a minute. Once you actually put Jonas Valanciunas on the court, that does drop a little bit. It drops both for. 
not only John Morant, but Jonas Valanciunas, who, a spoiler alert, he's going to be in this top 12 in a moment. Uh, but Jonas Valanciunas, when he's on the court, averages 1.25 fantasy points per minute, which bumps John Morant from a 1.2 fantasy point per minute producer to a 1.14. Basically, the usage goes down a little bit, but still at 29%. The rebounding rate goes down a little bit. It goes down below 10% when Jonas Valanciunas is on the court. He is our number eight play on the day right now, Mr. John Morant, who on my projections right now, if you're just looking for a pure on projection for him, John Morant projected for 39.24 points. Again, link down below on Patreon. And again, I, I strongly recommend take advantage of the optimizer. It's not just a lineup um, generator. It's an optimizer. You can put in rules. I don't want to get, for, ex for example, today, only give me at most two of Derek White, Patty Mills, and uh, DeJounte Murray, right? You can get a rule that only gives you at most two of those guys, right? You can set a lot of rules. You can set a lot of unique rules, randomness we have now on there. I encourage you to check it out down below. It's now part of the Patreon packages, depending on the tier that you sign up for. It is going to be a major, major benefit to your game. Just trying to add even more chances for people in the Patreon, whether it's the Discord, the tools. Now the optimizer, even more chances for you to have uh, tools to use that increase your odds of winning and also just make it a lot more fun, right? It makes you a more advanced player than the average Joe out there that you're going to just be smacking around, not only now during NBA, but oh, when the casual season rolls around, right? When August rolls around and the NFL preseason is back, the first week of August, cannot wait. When that season rolls around and then a bunch of casual money starts flowing into the streets the first couple of weeks, oof, you're going to be smacking those motherfuckers around. The number seven play on the day is going to be one Dylan Brooks. And Dylan Brooks, as you can see right now, got a lot of Memphis guys. Look, there's only two motherfucking games. There's only four teams. What do you expect? We're going to have a lot of guys from the same teams. That's how this shit works. $5,400 Dylan Brooks. I like the 1.6x multiplier in Superdraft. This is a guy who's kind of a boomer busty, if you will. He's a guy who gets in foul trouble, that type of stuff, right? The minutes can be varying. I've met 28 minutes today. A lot of sites usually project him at 26 because a lot of sites usually don't have the guts to project him for more when this guy normally is going to play 30 to 32 minutes out there. And then he gets in foul trouble or the game blows out. Look, there's a good chance Dylan Brooks today is going to go out there and play. I would say 30 minutes, but because of that foul trouble, you have to tinker it down a little bit. It's a realistic thing. He's one of the highest fouling guards in the league. At $5,400, playing 29.2 minutes per game, we project him for 28 minutes today. Dylan Brooks projects out for 27.47 fantasy points as of right now with no further news on the Memphis injuries or anything like that. Dylan Brooks starts to look like a quality play for me. The problem with Dylan Brooks is whenever, when one Jonas Valanciunas is on the court, no rebounding upside. Last year, he was at least being a decent rebounder to an extent. The big upside for Dylan Brooks, a 25.7% usage rate. He has to score. That's it at the end of the day. Dylan Brooks, if he's getting you there at $5,400, he has to put up real life points. Yes, he gets some assists, right? He picks up some steals, 2.1 steals per 100 possessions. So maybe you'll pick up like four assists, a steal or two, right? So that'll help you out. You need some sort of peripherals, right? But for the most part, Dylan Brooks, to pay this off you, he has to start scoring 15 plus real life points at $5,400. I'm liking him today at a 28 overall minute projection, and I have him at a 0.93 fantasy point per minute producer. Approaching that top five, but the top half right now, Mr. DeJounte Murray. Another San Antonio spurt, $7,500. Even with Aldridge back, DeJounte Murray is actually the one who's benefiting a lot more, right? You have right now Aldridge, when he comes back, uh, maybe the uh, the rebounding rate goes down for a guy like DeMar DeJounte Murray. No, it honestly really doesn't. Last year, that was the case. But this year, DeJounte Murray just solidified himself as a very good rebounding guard. DeJounte Murray averaging a 22% rebounding rate is just absolutely incredible. He has the most minutes on this team right now, averaging 1.15 fantasy points per minute. Now, let's put Aldridge on the court. I don't know how many minutes he's going to play. Aldridge, obviously, mostly is going to impact Jacopoto, but when you put Aldridge on the court, DeJounte Murray's rebounding rate actually goes from 22% to 26.9. So you might be saying, ah, DeJounte Murray, not as good of a play. Aldridge is back. Yeah. Okay. He goes from a 1.15 fantasy point per minute producer to a 1.18. DeJounte Murray gets better when Aldridge is on the court. Why is that? Because Jacopoto has been a better player than Aldridge this year, both from a rebounding standpoint and also a scoring standpoint. Aldridge only shooting 51.8% effective field goal rate is absolutely pathetic. So yes, you're getting DeJounte Murray. A spoiler alert for you if you see some other content today. DeJounte Murray actually 
actually a better player this year when LaMarcus Aldridge is on the court because LaMarcus Aldridge is just taking up space and it's almost like there's four and a half bodies out there, not five. We like DeJounte Murray today. I currently projected DeJounte Murray minutes wise today, depending on if we get any type of limitation news for guys like Derek White. I have right now DeJounte Murray for 34 minutes of play right now. Even if you want to say that that drops down to like 32, 33, because Derek White is out there, it depends on what you're projecting Derek White for. If you're projecting Derek White for a full role and give him 28 to 30 minutes, yeah, DeJounte Murray's coming down. I'm only projecting Derek White for 26 minutes as of right now. So, okay, maybe you give DeJounte Murray 33 minutes. Either way, he's looking like a top play at 34 minutes, top six play for me. Now let's get to our top five, top five, top five plays on the day, starting up Mr. The Teammate right here, DeMar DeRozan. I got him right now for 35 minutes. He's not going to be impacted by Derek White minutes-wise. That would be more so with DeJounte Murray. Mainly guys off the bench like a Patty Mills, a Trey Lyles, those types of guys are going to start to get impacted from a starting rotation standpoint. Now, it is interesting that when LaMarcus Aldridge is on the court, it does actually hurt DeMar DeRozan. It actually knocks him a little bit. I think there might be some sample stuff here, but DeMar DeRozan averaging 1.14 fantasy points a minute so far this season. If you want to project him out for around a 35, 34-minute sample, he's going to start to grade out as one of the top six plays in the day, not only just from a a point-per-dollar standpoint that's honestly not going to look as great um, but it's going to look a little bit better from an overall points upside standpoint especially when you're talking about yes we have some studs that we're going to get to at the 9k and really the 10k plus range if you're trying to get to a third option in your lineup or a second option in your lineup this is where you probably start to go to i right now prefer demar Derozan over john grant for a 200 bonus I have demar Derozan currently projecting out for me as it stands right now again this is with some limitations on guys like Derek white and lamarcus aldridge demar Derozan projecting out for 41.37 fantasy points i only currently have six players in my player pool as yeses i only currently have a total of how many guys let me see in my total player pool right now in my total player pool where you can find this stuff on on, on patreon down below i only have 20 total players in a player pool that might increase to like 24 by the time lock comes for a two game slate i only have six yeses right now in the small two game slate if you want to check out who those guys are and what the updates will be you can check it out down below but the rosen for me maybe not the sexiest of options but for eight thousand dollars he's somebody that i'll continue to ride with as the minute security is just too good to pass up on a two game slate number four overall play bradley beal now we're starting to get into the studs here look bradley beal is somebody that i don't normally touch because yeah russell westbrook's usually like the same price as him but that's different today bradley beal is only 9400 dollars. bradley beal has been cheaper at this point bradley beal continues to play massive minutes i have him for 37 minutes today and when you're projecting a guy even if his fantasy point per minute production goes from like 1.4 with westbrook off the court down to like 1.3 with westbrook on the court you're giving him 37 minutes at this price point it's still going to look very very nice and very very appealing i can give you the exact numbers right now for bradley beal when russell westbrook is off the court bradley beal averages 1.59 fantasy points per minute when russell westbrook is just off and on the court right he's not out for that game but he's just kind of playing on the court and then there's some minutes without him on so just the season average for bradley beal 1.4 fantasy points per minute you put russell westbrook on the court the better overall fantasy point per minute producer because he contributes in a massive way in the rebounding rate department as well as the assist percentage well then bradley beal drops to a 1.23 fantasy point per minute producer so yes there are some major swings here so if we project bradley beal for 1.3 1.35 fantasy points per minute today because not every one of those minutes will be alongside russell westbrook although a lot will since i both have them both projected to play 37 minutes he's starts to grade out as a quality play he starts to grade out for 50 plus fantasy points for me on a two-game slate where there's not that many options that are grading out anywhere near that so Bradley Beal a strong option at this 117 team implied total Bradley Beal even with Westbrook on the court so far this season still seeing over a 30 percent usage rate number three overall play in the day right now Mr. Jonas Valanciunas Jonas Valanciunas if you're somebody who comes to this channel a lot is somebody who's often on this channel but at $7,100 it's hard to ignore on a two-game slate it's hard to ignore who are your center options today realistically when you look at the center position today right and especially if you're somebody who plays on like FanDuel, when you look
look at the center position today, who are you personally looking at, right? You have Christoph Porzingis, who's power forward eligible. I'd probably try to slide him in there if you're trying to get to him today. Not currently a top 12 play for us at $8,600. Jakobota with Aldridge back. So that's a, that's a hard no. And then you have a $5,500 Aldridge. You have Rui Hachimura, who I don't even know why he's a center option. Only put him in the power forward spot. Brandon Clark, who's going to come off the bench. I haven't projected for 23 minutes. No interest there. Thomas Bryan, who's out. And now you're quickly in the low 4K range, right? Maxi Kleber. Yeah, honestly, Maxi Kleber, he didn't make this list, but he was close. Maxi Kleber currently is a top 15 play for me. He's not a great value option, but it's a two games late and he pops up as being, man, he, uh, yeah, he pops up as being something today, right? Something, hey, hey, something today. You legitimately have no center options. Trey Lyles, yeah, I'm not playing him today as of right now with these guys now coming back. And then you have nobody, right? Then you're down to the low 3K range where there's Boban, where there's Robin Lopez, Mo Wagner. I mean, maybe you want to take your, your stabs on a Mo Wagner, but I'm looking at this board today. We already talked about Aldridge, so you know I like him, but he's power forward eligible. I'd much rather get him there. Your only center only options right now are Boban, are Jakob Podol, and it's Jonas Valanciunas as your only center only options on this slate. Uh, if we're not talking about like your Mo Wagner's all the way down at the bottom. So just by just by positional opportunity cost, Jonas Valanciunas looks like a stud. That's just by position cost, like opportunity cost, right? No other options and where else are you going with your center position? I would be praising Jakob Podol. He'd be one of my top plays if Aldridge was to get ruled out or if Aldridge was to be put on like 20 minutes limit or something like that. Yes, then I would be going back to Jakob Podol. But Jonas Valanciunas going to average you 1.25 fantasy points per minute when he's on the court this year with John Morant, otherwise 1.3 fantasy points per minute. Going to average you over a 30% defensive rebounding rate. Going to average you above a 25% usage rate. And again, it's just it's just the slate. There's no real other options. So Jonas Valanciunas at 7,100 is just going to be somebody that I'm going to have in a lot of my lineups. I expect high ownership here because I don't know where else you're going with it. Maybe you're going to be punting the position and going to one of those Washington guys between a Robin Lopez and a Mo Wagner and whoever else is going to fucking put it center today. Uh, if they're going to dust off some other guys there, but that's where I'm at right now. Jonas Valanciunas, it's just an opportunity cost thing on a small slate. Number two overall play is Russell Westbrook at $10,100. We kind of already gave you the spiel on this. Russell Westbrook, the better fantasy point per minute producer, right? Then Bradley Beal. But now the price difference is not now Bradley Beal. Now 9,800 and Westbrook at 10,000 flat. It's actually a decent difference in there. So I can like both of them. And I know what you're probably going to be saying. Sal, can you play both of them? Yes. Um, on a two game slate, you can play both of them. If it's a nine, 10 game slate, both of them are in play together, but it's not something I go to. On a two-game slate, you can clearly, clearly, clearly play both of them because even if Bradley Beal only goes for 45 points and Westbrook goes for 60, that's both probably still going to be needed in a lot of winning lineups. And even if it's not the winning lineup in some top scoring lineups. So Westbrook on the season, 1.41 fantasy point per minute producer. When he's on the court, he goes a little bit higher than that and it impacts Bradley Beal. I mean, what don't you like? I don't have to tell you much here. Westbrook at $10,100, a stud. It's tough. There's not a lot of value out there right now. You kind of just guess on some value. So Luca's going to be, we can just talk about Luca right now. Luca's going to be our number one play. Ideally, you can get to both Luca and Westbrook. If we don't get more value opening up, it's going to be looking like picking one of these guys and probably pairing them with like a Bradley Beal and going to a Jonas Valanciunas. That's probably going to be a really popular build today. So just be sure you're getting different as much as you can on a two-game slate. And leaving money on the table is not something I do in the NBA. But if you can leave $300 on the table and you like your lineup today, and that's better than going down to the next shitty value piece, well, maybe that actually is a strategy. I'm not an advocate for leaving money on the table in NBA unless it's one of these situations where it's difficult to get different on a slate with no value. I'm hoping some value can open up later in the day, but the way lineup construction is probably going to go today is for me at least look at Jonas Valanciunas yes and then probably try and put together uh, two of Luca Westbrook and Bradley Beal try and put together two of those guys you're probably not gonna be able to get all three of them it seems very unlikely right now with the value getting two of them seems very unlikely right now but maybe some value will open up maybe you can throw some darts on some guys there's some decent mid-range options like the Memphis guys in Kyle Anderson and Dylan Brooks like the San Antonio guys depending on minutes limits if we see any on Derek White and Aldridge so there's some some decent options there that can get you up to at least one of these guys potentially two Westbrook don't have to tell you much 45.3 percent assist percentage this year 25 percent defensive rebounding rate he's basically one if he doesn't get a triple double 
He's like one rebound or one assist shy of it every single game out there. So the upside is so massive on him. At $10,000, his floor is so safe if he plays. I have him at 37 minutes. If he just plays 35 plus minutes, his 34.2 that he's played per game this year. Westbrook's points upside is just so safe around that 50, 55 point mark. And then the triple doubles would take him to another stratosphere. And then you know what you get out of Luca. You're getting out of Luca just a better fantasy point per minute producer than a Westbrook. Westbrook, although he's averaging 1.4 fantasy points per minute, that's great. Luca on a bad night's averaging 1.4. On an average night, he's averaging 1.5 plus, right? And then on his good nights, he's obviously averaging like your 1.8. So Luca for $600 more, it's too close. Like if Luca was 11,700, which I would not be shocked if he was, and I would not be saying anything, I'd be like, yeah, that's probably fair. Like if he was that much, then there's actually a bigger difference to where we can start talking about Westbrook as the better play. I have them right now, one and two of my projections. I have them both now, right now, grading out as fantastic plays. If I sort my projections on Patreon down below, go ahead and take advantage of it. What you waiting for right now? I have Luca Dantich for three and a half or so more points than Westbrook. And then I have Westbrook for about four and a half or so more points than our third highest projected player in Bradley Beal. So there is a pretty stark difference in each of those two players. It just comes down to trying to get to them. I'll be prioritizing trying to get to Luca and Westbrook. But if I end up on Luca and Bradley Beal or Westbrook and Bradley Beal, I'll be okay with it. Crossing my fingers that I don't get burnt by the other one. So that's our two game slate today. I'll be live at 4.30 p.m. East Coast time breaking down this two game slate. And really, it's just answering your questions. It's a Q&A. So like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Ding, ding, that motherfucker. Ding, hit that motherfucker right there. And then you'll know when we're going live later on today. I'll be live at 1 p.m. East Coast time as well breaking down my final thoughts with Dylan Bird and really just taking your questions, talking about ownership, game theory, lineup construction for our PGA event, the players tomorrow. Tomorrow, the PGA event starts at around 6.30 in the morning, so be sure to check that one out as well. Support the sponsor of the show, Superdraft, promo code SAL, get you that free money bonus. should be the spot where you're putting your first dollar rooskies and check out Patreon down below. Get in on that optimizer. The big energy optimizer is now live as of March, 2021. A lot of fun, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you all in the next one. Peace out, gang. See you on that live stream later today. Enjoy yourself. Happy Mario Day. Have a good one.